Welcome to the Beautiful Second Act Podcast. If you are in midlife or beyond, if you hunger for your most fulfilling life, if you are brave enough to dream big, to pray boldly, if you think age is just a number and does not define you, then this is the place for you. If you long for a deeper connection to self and spirit and are willing to answer your heart's calling, then this is the place for you. Hi, I'm Patty Deemer, and I believe deep inside all of us, there's an ache for something to light us up. We each have a calling that starts as a whisper and doesn't go away just because we get older. Join me on this journey during our most beautiful second act in life, where I will share with you stories from extraordinary humans who have fully stepped into this life in engaging and inspiring ways. I will also share with you my personal discoveries in creativity and growth. Listen, and I promise to bring you nuggets of joy, grace, awaken your spirit, and at times bring laughter to your world. I invite you to a place where we speak our highest truth, can be our most authentic selves, and are unapologetically real. Let's get started. Hello, my dear friends, and welcome back to Beautiful Second Act. I'm Patty Diener, your host. And today I want to talk to you guys about um, hormones because <laughs> uh, I'm 53. And the thing is, is, you know, we talk a lot about people going through menopause and everything. But to be honest with you, I found out something that um, if I'd have learned it a lot earlier on in my life, I think I would have saved myself a whole lot of uh, trouble, a whole lot of heartache, a whole lot of agony that I went through. And I think, quite honestly, my hormones being out of whack for probably a great deal of my adult life is uh, something that I was unaware of. So let's get back to why I'm telling you about this. So when we get into midlife, um, first of all, it's not just us women that go through changes. By the way, men, you go through changes too. Um, I interviewed Dr. Madison Fandel. She's a naturopathic doctor, and she practices out of Larkspur, California, and Pacifica, California. And I will leave a link to a previous show in the show notes where I interviewed her. And she will explain a little bit more in detail about how men go through a change as well. But let me get back to the beginning here to explain this a little bit better. So when I was in my early 20s, I felt really good. Um, I always had a lot of energy and, you know, as most 20-something-year-olds should. And then I had my first child at 26. And after um, giving birth to my first child, I found it really hard to come back to feeling normal. And I just chalked that up to sleep deprivation, which was a great deal of the problem. But I also had what a lot of people call the baby blues or postpartum depression. Now, when I started feeling better, it didn't ever last for very long. And so I went through a lot of some emotional roller coasters of really high, really low. Uh, very few times did I stay right balanced in the middle where I felt like I could sustain a normal mood or a good mood for more than a day or two. And then, of course, by the time, you know, you go back into your cycle, it just starts all over again, throwing you. And I've always, from the time I was a teen, even when I started having periods and such, um, I had terrible, terrible um, premenstrual syndrome, which at that time, I didn't know what the hell it was. I just knew I was in agony and a lot of pain. And, you know, 
at the time that it was really bad, my father was single. And, you know, sometimes a grown man doesn't know what to do with his 16-year-old daughter who's crumpled up onto the living room floor in the fetal position because she has so much pain and she's got a heating pad in her belly. So um, I do know that it started early on. And if I was smart, I would have taken into consideration that my mother had um, all kinds of issues too. And it is hereditary. But moving forward again to after I had my first daughter, um, I, I didn't come out of this whole baby blues thing for more than a year. It was really awful. Um, I went back and saw my doctor. I even saw a psychologist um, because, you know, I was just a mess. I was an emotional wreck. And then it finally started to get better after about a year where I started feeling, oh my God, I'm, I think I'm feeling like myself again. And then moving forward to, you know, I have our second daughter and it's three years later. Um, this time, at least I could understand and grasp when I was depressed. I knew what it was. I knew I was having postpartum depression. I knew that this was something that would eventually pass and hopefully pass faster if I could just wrap my brain around it. I didn't want, I was so against taking anything. I mean, I didn't want to take anything that was going to be, they're like, oh, well, you should probably go on some sort of um, antidepressants. No, I wasn't going to go on antidepressants. Um, then finally, uh, my doctor at least convinced me, well, let's put you back on birth control pills because that will help a little bit with your hormones and it will also help with birth control, which is something you need to decide whether you're going to be, you know, making some sort of a switch on that anyways. And so I went ahead and agreed to the birth control pills, but I only took them for about four months because it actually made it worse. And I went, you know what, screw this. I know it's going to be really hard coming off of them again after four months because I'm really throwing my body out of whack, going on them, going off them, having had a baby. But um, I just decided that I just needed to cleanse my system of everything and let my hormones balance out on their own. So I thought that they could. And, um, you know, I, I, I did start feeling better for a while, but then let's move forward to the fact that I had, um, about three or four years after delivering my second child, I had what I would call my early midlife crisis. So I was literally in my early thirties and I was losing my mind. And most of it was because I wasn't doing what I wanted to be doing with my life, and I had to figure out a way to do that. So I did, and that's when I started my, my, uh, my day spa. But to be honest, there was a lot more to it. And I think now that I am in my mid-50s, or, you know, 53, I guess that's mid-50s, um, and I've learned so, so much over the last decade about hormones, I can look back now and go, oh, my God, so much of my emotional state was related to my hormones being completely out of whack. So I do remember picking up a book. People think, and I say people, meaning that's the way that they used to think, that you could not go through any type of hormone change until you started your period as a teen and then not again until you were in perimenopause or going through menopause. That is so much horse shit, I can't even tell you. Because there's a great deal of the population out there that have been going through and struggle with hormone imbalance. And a lot of their answer in the medical field, at least Western medicine, is to throw you on antidepressants. Well, a lot of those antidepressants, which my brother-in-law who worked at Napa State Hospital, 
he called them mind-altering drugs. And he's like, I want you to really think about what I say this. And it's so true because when, when Jimmy was working there and he would have to administer medication to the patients, I remember him saying, anything that they give you to change your personality or to calm you down or to change who you are or whatever it is you're going through are mind-altering drugs. So when you are taking an antidepressant, they are mind-altering drugs. It's like, who can stay on those for life? And do you want to really be numb forever? Because in my experience, and I don't know, I'm not going to, I'm not a doctor, you all, first of all. I'm going to just go ahead and preface this, that I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving you medical advice. And I certainly don't even play a doctor on TV. <laughs> so this is just all information I'm giving you today based on my own personal experiences and the people that I've talked to and the research that I have done and the reading I've done. Okay. So getting back to it, they, they want to put you on antidepressants. So here I am. Um, that, that's when I finally decided I would go on antidepressants because I was going through so many different emotional things. And I, I did feel better for a while. I went on uh, Prozac, and this was probably in my late 30s. And I felt better for a while. And then in my early 40s, I was like, I'd gained already like 15 pounds from being on this stuff for just a couple years. And I was like, all right, this is obviously, it's, it's numbing my brain. And it's also, which I did not know when the doctor put me on this, I said, well, what is it? Why is this, you know, why is this because of perimenopause? What is causing me to get my diet? My diet is not different at all. No matter what I do, I can't seem to lose this weight. And they laughed and said, well, that is part of the side effect of the antidepressant is that you're gaining weight, but at least you're feeling better. And I'm like, oh my God. Well, quite honestly, it's not even working that much anymore because did they not tell you? A lot of antidepressants only work for a certain amount of time. And then after a while, they stop working for you. So I ended up weaning myself off with the doctor's help off of the Prozac. And I decided I was going to do more healthy alternatives. And I discovered L-theanine, which is a natural, uh, sub it's a natural supplement that is often given. If you look it up online, L-theanine, it's with it, the letter L, capital L hyphen theanine. Look it up. So it is a natural uh, supplement that they often will give to Alzheimer's patients because they are often very anxious because they don't know what's going on. And L-theanine is natural. It doesn't have any side effects, at least nothing that I have seen or known and nothing that I've read up to this point, but maybe there's some new research. Look it up. Um, but I've never felt anything different except for that it slows that hamster wheel in your brain down. That's all it does. It doesn't make you feel lethargic. It does not make you feel sleepy in any way, shape, or form. All it does is it allows you to complete a thought without having racing thoughts. So if you're an anxious person or you tend to feel um, a lot of uh, worry and anxiety, L-theanine might be a good supplement for you to look into. Anyway, so um, that started working better for me and I did notice a little bit of a shift but then, hello, here we go with perimenopause. So I was really struggling, and I decided to do a lot more research on my own. And that's when I discovered a lot of stuff that Suzanne Summers had been putting out books for years about women's health, hormones, and how some of the pharmaceutical companies give us all this crap for hormone replacement therapy. 
And most of it is just garbage for you. And it does a lot more harm than good. So then I was thinking, well, then what the hell does a person do? Well, there's such a thing called bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Now, when I had my interview with Dr. Madison Fandel, she gave a really great description about it. I'll go ahead again. You're going to want to listen to that interview, and I'm going to have her on the show again so we can talk specifically on hormone replacement therapy because we did a lot of talking about all the different types of things that she does in her practice. And um, what I'd like to do, instead of having just that overview of everything she can offer, we're going to break down some interviews about specific things and get in more detail on the next upcoming uh, podcast when I do interviews with her. But at any rate, um, so look up uh, some of the books that Suzanne Summers has written. And um, the one book that you really need to think about is when I say that people say only people going through perimenopause and menopause should have these hormone changes. And I called that horseshit. It's the truth. Because if I go back in my own history and realize all the things that were going on with me, I was having my hormones completely out of whack. And there is a way that you can get them back into balance. And reading the book, I'm too young for this, the natural hormone solution to enjoy perimenopause. Suzanne Summers wrote this book and it includes people in their twenties and thirties, you guys. So you don't have to be 40, 50 and above to go through perimenopause and menopause. And this is a really good book to read if you haven't read any of her other books. She's got so many great books and that is one that really helped me a lot. But she also has another book out called The New Way to Age, The Most Cutting Edge Advances in Anti-Aging. And I got to tell you, it's fascinating. It's not, it almost reads like a textbook though. This one is a little bit harder to read, but it's, it's got so much information in it. And if you're like me and you want to get a lot of that um, research and all the cutting edge information about your health, you'll want to pick this book up. I'll leave all the information about these books in my show notes, by the way. But I want to read to you a little section here about menopause that Suzanne Summers was interviewing Dr. Stefan Sinatra. And what it says here in this segment is she asked a question, how do hormones factor into heart disease? Now, this is something that's interesting, you guys, for today's women that are out there trying to kill it in the workplace. Just think about this for a second. So give a listen. She asked, how do hormones factor into heart disease? And Dr. Sinatra says, there's no question that when women hit menopause, their incident of coronary disease goes up as much as four times. That's a significant statistic. Women are protected by estrogen in their premenopausal days and at lower risk than men during those years. But about 10 years into menopause, women catch up with their male counterparts. Now, what's also changed in our society is that more women are out into the workplace and competing well with men in the workplace environment. I've lectured on this trend, and as a heart specialist, I honestly believe that scenario predisposes a woman to heart disease. If a woman becomes more like a man, such as a corporate executive in the workplace, performing, being the breadwinner, and at the same time, she continues her female roles, nurturing her children, taking care of parents, cooking, maybe driving kids to school, appointments and all of that, she's literally working like a dog. And I remember one of my cardiologist mentors, the late Dr. Bob Elliott. He used to say that maintaining her femininity and softness while acting like a man at work and working like a dog on all fronts represents what I call the unholy trinity for a woman that can lead to heart disease. 
And yet, that's what many women expect to be able to do. So, of course, if a hardworking woman has a husband or a partner who assists her in childcare or anything else on the home front, that can balance her things for her. I love seeing this new generation of more husbands and dads. Okay, so that just is a little segment of what their interview was about. But I found it very interesting because I know that um, over the last several, you know, probably last 20 years or so, last two decades, more and more women are out in the workforce and are the primary breadwinners, and um, which there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I, I'm a cheerleader to anyone that wants to do that because, you know, I think that women are obviously just as smart as men and they can do a lot of things that men can do. However, it does take a toll if you think you're going to do everything. There's a saying that I picked up from the school district where I work, and I don't know who exactly coined the phrase, but the bottom line is, is someone said somewhere that we can do anything. We just can't do everything. And that's so true, you guys. So you have to pick your battles about what's important in your life, and your health is so key to living a long, happy life. If you don't have a healthy life, you're not going to have a happy life. So um, another thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about when it comes to hormones is my own personal experience. So here's the thing. I went into the doctor and when I knew things weren't right and I knew that I was probably getting close to menopause, I'd been perimenopausal for quite a while, um, I learned that if your estrogen level is really low, you're, you can still be considered estrogen high. Now let me explain this to you. What I found out is that even if your test results all come back that your estrogen is really low, you can still be considered estrogen high if you don't have progesterone to balance that out. If your estrogen is low but your progesterone is lower, you're still considered estrogen high. So if you're taking bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and you're taking estrogen, you should definitely be taking progesterone because you need to balance them out. But like I said, just because your estrogen levels might be low, which by the way, estrogen is very important for so many functions of the body and it protects you in a lot of ways. And so estrogen gets a really bad rap and people think, well, I don't want to, you know, take estrogen uh, hormone replacement therapy because I don't want to end up getting a, a type of cancer that is estrogen fed. Well, the thing is, is you need to talk to your doctor about that. And again, I'm not a doctor and I'm not advising anybody on anything. I'm just letting you know that what I found out is even if your estrogen is low, if your progesterone is lower than it should be, you're still considered estrogen high. So you need to look into those. If you're, if you're going to do a hormone panel, make sure you talk to your doctor about those things. So Let's talk a little bit about Dr. Madison Fandel because I'm a big fan and I really think that she offers some cool stuff. And one of the things for your hormones is taking B12. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with B12. I only started taking it a few years ago, but she does injections. And one of the reasons why she recommends B12 is because it gives you, it helps you with your energy. It helps you with your sleeping. It helps you with your mood and helps your body to burn fat it helps to balance your hormones, and it helps with detoxification. Um, she also says, though, when you're taking B12, some medications can interfere with that absorption. So sometimes you might want to consider um, getting a B12 shot. And um, another thing that she talks about with hormones is 
when you go and see a naturopathic doctor, especially if you're a doctor like Dr. Madison Fandel, she treats the whole body. It's not just symptoms. She's not going to put a Band-Aid on your symptoms. She wants to treat the whole body. And basic labs are pretty much the only thing that most doctors will run. She likes to do full panels and checking all of your hormones, including a full thyroid panel check. Because a lot of times, you guys, I had a thyroid issue last year, and I found out that they weren't running a full thyroid panel. I thought that they did and they didn't. And um, there's a lot of things that you need to question. You have to be an advocate for your own health. Um, so anyway, she, she recommended several other thyroid tests to be done. And then your vitamins too. She will question you about what vitamins you take and possibly recommend some that you need. She's a true health assessment doctor. I will put her information in the show notes and maybe make an appointment if you think that a naturopathic doctor is someone that could help you out. All right, so um, since I started taking bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, I will tell you, um, I finally sleep. I didn't sleep for two years, you guys. I had no idea that I had gone, you know, switched from uh, perimenopausal to full-blown menopause, and I just had not slept in two years. Made me crazy. Sleep deprivation will make you a really, you know, not just a nut job, but you're so rummy in your brain all the time. You know, you get brain fog that just doesn't go away if you don't sleep well. And the hot flashes were so intolerable. I had hot flashes. Literally, I was getting at least one an hour, and sometimes they were lasting, uh, you know, up to almost five minutes. And they were so miserable that I was crying all the time. My body felt wet all the time. I never felt dry. I never felt like comfortable. Clothes drove me crazy. I had to dress in layers. Um, sleeping was almost impossible because I wasn't able to sleep because of the hot flashes. Um, going someplace like we went to Hawaii, which was supposed to be a fantastic time. And I did have a beautiful vacation there. However, um, the humidity there, which I normally love, I couldn't enjoy it because I never, I could never stop having the hot flashes. And it's a big difference, you guys. Some men don't understand it if you've never had a hot flash. It's not just about being warm. It's this internal heat that comes from the inside of your core and then it radiates out throughout your body and it makes you feel so uncomfortable. So what fixed all that for me was bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Um, I talked to my doctor at length about it. We did lots of tests and um, then she monitors me regularly. And we started with a certain dosage that, you know, and everybody's different, you guys. And what you first start out taking, you may have to adjust. So she's, she gave me these to start with. And then what happened is I would go back three months later. We retested to see how I was doing. But more importantly, you guys, um, and my endocrinologist actually told me this, it you can't gauge everybody by um, what the normal limits are supposed to be because what's normal for me is going to be different for somebody else. There are no normal limits that are for everyone. You have to go by a lot by how you feel. How is your body responding? How are you feeling? How are you sleeping? What is your mood like? There's so many factors that are all about hormones. And to I got to tell you though, I've never felt better in my life. I, 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 I wish that I'd have known about these way before um, because it has changed everything for me. And I will, there's a lot of people say, well, you can, you know, wean off of them. You don't have to be on them for life. Actually, I don't want to mess with a good thing. Um, I am very careful. I make sure that, you know, I get everything checked periodically through my doctor. I'm following what my doctor tells me, but I'm also judging everything by how I feel. 
And um, so long as I'm not putting synthetic garbage into my system and I'm using, and bioidentical means that this is created from nature, you guys. Um, you need to look this up online. I can recommend definitely any of Suzanne Summers' books about it, but there's literally hundreds of other doctors. And Suzanne Summers is by no means a doctor. She just happens to have a team of doctors that work with her that have done all the years of studying, and she just brings it to the forefront because she's, you know, she's a voice for this because she went through so many things that she wanted to feel good and, and, and do it naturally that she brought it to the forefront with all this research and she's just putting into these books with all the interviews of all the doctors. Anyway, check her out. But the thing is, is I didn't want to feel like crap anymore. And when I finally found something that worked for me when I was not taking, you know, the, the antidepressants and I wasn't, um, you know, constantly miserable and I'm taking bioidentical hormone replacement therapy that makes me feel my best. That is what I can recommend. I recommend it because of how it makes me feel. So again, don't forget, guys, you go through changes too. And it's definitely worth looking into talking to a doctor, um, especially a naturopathic doctor that can help you with whatever changes your body is going through to make you feel your best. And um, yeah, I just, I can't recommend it any higher because I'm just so, I'm so grateful and I'm so happy now that, and I wish I'd have done it sooner in my life. That's all I can say. So for any of your friends or children, if you have children in their thirties, twenties or thirties, or if you have friends that are about that age and they think that they're too young, no, you're not too young. It, you actually couldn't be suffering from um, hormone imbalances for a really long time and not even know it. You know, I think a, there's a lot of mental health problems in the country probably because they are out of whack with their hormones. So again, this is all my banter about my uh, opinions, and it is that definitely don't take this, you know, like in place of going and speaking to your doctor. But it's something that I think is really important that everybody should look into for their health. All right, you guys, if we're going to live a really long time, if we're going to have the best second half in life, we have to do it by being as healthy as we possibly can for as long as we can. So that's why I wanted to have this conversation today. Go ahead and um, check out the links in my show notes. And uh, I will be having Dr. Madison Fandel on a future uh, podcast. And I'm also uh, coming up here very soon. I have an interview with uh, Dr. Ellen, and she is um, going to bring to you guys a lot of stuff with uh, mental health, uh, physical health. She's a nutritionist. She does Reiki. Um, there's, she's got, she told me she has a, uh, more degrees than a thermometer. So that one's going to be a really great interview that should be coming up on the 19th of August. All right. Thanks so much for spending your time here with me today. I hope that, uh, I gave you some stuff to think about. And if you like the content that I'm sharing out, please don't forget to tell a friend about it and, uh, join us over a beautiful second act on our Facebook group and um, where we can keep this kind of conversation going about what it's like to live the best uh, life you can possibly live in the second half of life. All right, thanks so much to you guys, and I will be talking to you every Tuesday and Thursday here at Beautiful Second Act. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.